Okay, so this is Amino Acids and Proteins, module number two, titled The Central Dogma Revisited. Uh, but really, it's all about the conflicting theories of information flow. There are four uh, theories that contradict the central dogma that this module discusses. Um, and I'll remind you that the dogma is all about DNA that makes uh, RNA, and then RNA makes proteins. Um, so the first of the four theories is reverse transcription. And I, I said theory, but let me let me specify that all four of these are actually occurring. These aren't just theories that we discuss. Um, they're not purely theoretical. These actually occur in a variety of living organisms, and that and they do flat out contradict the central dogma. So they're uh, better than calling them. Uh, conflicting theories, it's better to think of them as exceptions to the central dogma. So the first one is the concept of re reverse transcription. Uh, and this is exactly what it sounds like, you know, transcription occurring in the reverse. So we know originally transcription takes DNA and makes RNA. Here, RNA is used to make DNA. And specifically, RNA is used to make cDNA or complementary DNA. So anytime you see cDNA, you know it's talking about reverse transcription. Um, because it's that complementary DNA. Uh, and that, uh, just to give you the formal definition, or formally stated, information flows from RNA to DNA. And this obviously violates the dogma because the dogma says that DNA, uh, information flows from DNA to RNA, essentially in the other direction. Um, and that's really it. I'm just going to give an example for each one. Uh, in the case of reverse transcription, it is uh, replication of retroviruses, such as HIVs, where they take RNA and they replicate their, they, they form cDNA through replication. They, for, they form cDNA, I'm sorry. They form that complementary DNA. Um, specifically, this is done through the use of enzymes, such as reverse transcriptase, which generates complementary DNA from an RNA template. Number two is RNA viruses. And these are viruses whose uh, genetic material is already stored as RNA. So all, you know, human beings, our genetic code, our, our genetic information is stored as DNA. And that's why we have to throw in that extra step of making RNA and then allowing us to make proteins. These viruses are able to cut out that step of starting with DNA and making RNA because they already have RNA. Their genetic information is stored as RNA to begin with. So there's no need to create more RNA. It's already RNA. Uh, so they essentially just cut out that step. Uh, however, it's notable that this occurs in... Uh, in two ways, there's a direct form of protein synthesis where the virus's genetic code or genome behaves as an mRNA strand. Uh, and then um, the host cell that this virus infects, uh, the virus uses that host cell's replication machinery to directly translate this to a protein. So this is, this is what we already know. The geno genome behaves as an mRNA and uses the host cell's machinery to make proteins. There is also an indirect protein synthesis where the virus's RNA, remember its genome is already an RNA, an RNA strand, this RNA is used to make a, a second RNA strand, and that is used to create protein via the host cell's replication machinery. So again, the, the big idea in, in RNA viruses is that the genome is RNA. It's their, their, their information is stored already as RNA. So they don't need to do any interconversion between DNA and RNA. DNA is really irrelevant in this um, process because they, we need RNA to make that protein. And so this RNA is made, uh, used to, for protein synthesis either directly through, um, through the original genome strand or indirectly, where the original genome strand makes a second complementary genome strand, and that one is used. So that's, that's all that it is. 
Number three is the, the concept of non-coding RNA. And this is literally the easiest one. Non-coding RNA, also known as nCRNA, is a type of RNA that literally skips the translation step. So we know that translation takes our RNA and makes proteins. In, for, in the case of these RNA molecules, they don't, need, um, they don't need translation to occur to make a functional protein. They themselves are already functional. That is the key idea, is some RNA is ready to work from the beginning. And a perfect example, just to help you understand, is tRNA and rRNA. These are RNA strands that do work, transfer RNA and ribosomal RNA to bring... Um, uh, to uh, bring the um, amino acid sequences or to uh, build a ribosome in the case of tRNA and rRNA, they're already functional units. So they don't need to be um, translated into a protein. So that is non-coding RNA. Basically, the RNA is already ready to do work. Finally, there is the theory of epigenetics. And this is the idea that heritable changes in gene activity are not caused by changes in the DNA sequence. I'll say that again. Heritable changes in gene activity are not caused by changes in the DNA sequence. And what this um, basically means is that um, um, changes in the phenotype don't always arise from a change in the genotype, which is what the dogma would say. Is You change the genotype, that causes a change in phenotype. Epigenetics says that a change in genotype doesn't always result in a change in phenotype, that a change in phenotype can result from other things. Uh, and specifically DNA, like the same copy of DNA um, can produce varying uh, phenotypes. You can produce phenotype one, phenotype two, or phenotype three from the same DNA strand. For example, you know, the same DNA can produce, you know, blue hair or blonde hair or red hair. Um, same, essentially same genotype but different phenotype. And epigenetics explains why we have the same DNA in all our cells, but there is uh, variability in those cells' function. You already know that the, the DNA in your, in your skin cells exactly matches the DNA in your muscle cells. So the DNA matches, but the function doesn't, right? Because the skin cells have a different function from the muscle cells, even though the DNA in both those cells matches. That's the principal idea of epigenetics is, you know, we have different function, but the DNA is always the same. And so those are the three. Uh, I'll just review reverse transcription, transcription backwards, RNA viruses, whose information is already stored as RNA, um, uh, RNA um, epigenetics, there's one more, and non-coding RNA. Yes, epigenetics and non-coding RNA.